0: Hey, I'm Matt Sparks. And I'm Branson Stowell. And welcome to the Film Exchange, where two friends and film enthusiasts discuss the films that inspire us. Today's film is
1: 1973's Fantastic Planet, directed by French director René Laloux. It's a groundbreaking work of animation that explores the themes of oppression, rebellion, and the struggle for freedom. It's set on the distant planet of Igam, where a group of giant blue humanoid creatures called drags coexist with a human-like species known as the ohms the drags are highly advanced and possess telekinetic abilities and they keep the ohms as pets studying and experimenting on them for their own amusement when one ohm named tear who is adopted by a drag girl gains knowledge and understanding of their technology he becomes a threat to the drag way of life and leads a rebellion to gain freedom for his people matt picked fantastic (laughs) planet matt why did you pick it let us, let us also just note that we're recording today in San Francisco together. We're in a small booth. It's, a, it's our second live recording opportunity, um, which is kind of exciting. And so we're huddled together in person recording this yes. time.
0: Well, this was one of our mutual favorites and when we started suggesting films to each other, this was one of the first ones. And I think it's short and sweet. It's about 80 minutes long and there's a lot that happens in the 80 minutes. It's quite an epic film even though it's short. And there's no film that looks like it. I think it's also entertaining. This was
1: one that you introduced to me during the pandemic and one thing that I've come to like really appreciate about it, the animation style is unique. It does feel like a little bit of a drug trip in general, like that movie takes you into another world, but it's short, it's accessible, not to poke at any other films, but Pink Floyd's like The Wall is a wild experience, but I don't think it's as thematically deep. This film, I think, really gets at some core issues within kind of humanity. It can be seen as a class critique. I think it's fantastic, weird, wonderful movie. When we think of French animation, we think of people like Sylvain Chomet. and and stuff like that, this animation style. There's a lot of great entries in that world. But the fascinating thing and the thing I want to give credit to is that this was made, at least the animation part, entirely in a Czech studio. And then the time period it was made, especially then the Czech Republic still had like a heavy influence from the Eastern Bloc. And you just get a sense of kind of tension. There's almost a little bit of a Hieronymus Bosch-esque, like high Dutch Renaissance feel to the animation, which is its own cool thing who do you think that this film is for
0: i think this is a very accessible art film and it's short and sweet so i'd say i think it's very adult because there's basically just genocide in it it's pretty violent there's heavy political themes uh but it's not like overbearing but i would compare it to something like animal farm or 1984 a very accessible but still profound political and uh ethical message, you know, oppression, which is something that occurs throughout history. And I think something that we can always learn from, but no, I'd recommend it for people interested in art films. Uh, interesting animation style.
1: It's an accessible political message. In some ways, it feels more like a gallery piece
0: to me. It's hand animated, and I think it's beautiful. Great world building, and it's really efficient in the way that it does this. Like, it's only an 80 minute film, and right away, you feel transported and you start to know the rules of the planet like the ecosystem and everything the closest films i think of animation similar to this is like the little animated bits and monty python films which is something you don't see these days because it's just so meticulous and time-consuming to do and probably expensive
1: I think it's a great example how story building can really happen on a small scale and still achieve kind of big results. You really buy into this world right away because there are humans you know, in it. And I think that there's
0: immediately a way to relate. So let me ask you, what was your favorite scene? I'd say my favorite scene is the opening because it just establishes the world so well. At first you just see a mother and a child running. You don't know where you are at all. And then this giant finger comes in and just flicks her from this hill and immediately establishes like the, this is a violent place really sets the film up in an interesting way. What's your favorite scene?
1: Uh, My favorite scene is what I consider kind of like the halfway point. Uh, It's when Tear, our protagonist, finally kind of escapes his servitude status all of the ohms that are kept and domesticated have this kind of metal ring around their neck and he has one that is owner is able to essentially summon him back but he escapes into the forest and he gets it cut off and my favorite scene is actually sort of interacting with this new world and this new society to me it's really impressive that they're able like this is something that i think a lot of filmmakers do especially in films of a grand scale where in the second half of the movie you get to a point where all of a sudden you're in the new place and then that's this whole second half they do this in, in such a short amount of time that he interacts with the rest of society he sees all the other free ohms out there at least for me there's something really exciting and you feel like freeing when he gets the ring cut off by you know his light love interest <coughs> I also feel like it's the first time you have any hope for the little guys.
0: So just to go into a little background about the movie, René Lelou was a French animator who worked in TV before transitioning to feature films. And he collaborated with Roland Topor, a French illustrator, on Fantastic Planet Screenplay, which was based on a novel, a French novel, called Homme en Série by Stéphane Wool. It was the first animated feature film to win the Grand Prix Award at Cannes Film Festival. And another interesting fact, Lelou hired a Czech artist and animator, Jiri turnka to work on the film turnka was a pioneer in the world of stop motion animation and his expertise helped Lelou and his team bring igam to life in a way that i'd say is both beautiful and unsettling <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the animation is a combination of cutout paper animation and stop-motion techniques, which I think gives it that unique look.
1: I think the animation style is unlike anything everyone's ever seen. The scenery is so surrealist. It's like Salvador Dali or Luis Buñuel, you know, got their hands on some mushrooms and <laughs> went to town. The world of the drags, to me, is so fascinating. A lot of their scenes are just really powerful. Is them learning about Earth life. They're these strange, sentient beings that are obviously this other species, but that seem to like almost learn through osmosis, these other cultures. And uh, we find at the very end of the film that the drags have this really weird ritual to reproduce, which involves them transporting to the fantastic planet. Almost like dancing with these neoclassical statues. It is a wild, wild scene, also up there for one of my favorites. There's a little bit of a deep, analytical Spock-like element to them. You look at it in Prometheus more recently, but there's this theme in cinema that's like, the thing that makes human beings unique is our emotional capacity and our capacity to love. There's something a little Spock-like about the drags where they're very logical, they are very driven by reason, but there's not like a human. Huge emotional pull on their part, and I think that that actually works to the Ohm's advantage and paints them as a society that, where sometimes you know that power, that drag, that emotional pull, that punch can actually trump. Uh, reason in the right circumstances and that is seen in their great rebellion towards the end of the film. And if you think of this as inspiration or having a spiritual successor, are there any films that you think come to mind?
0: So a film that is similarly transports you to an alternate world or alternate reality is Brazil, which came out like 12 or 13 years later. It's similar in spirit. If you like Brazil, you'll like this film. I, I love this film and I I want to keep it the way it is. But I would be curious to see this film re made done on a big scale live action. I think this would be cool to see in live action. I love how the animated version is so short and so efficient. I'm afraid if Hollywood did this, it would just be a three hour overdone thing. Then there's these little interludes between scenes where they just show the creatures of the world. You get a little sense of the ecosystem, like which creatures are prey and which are predators and it's done so well, but yeah, I would be curious to see a modern version of this.
1: To me, a modern version is sort of needed. I feel like a lot of this film is a little humbling for humanity, right? Like that does lead
0: to my next question for you, which is, do you have any sympathy for the drags? Once the drags understood that humans are have a conscience and are able to learn and adapt, Well, at the end of the film, they make a peace pact. And I think that's when they understand that ohms are creatures that we should uh, respect. You know, there's a lot to be said about what
1: makes someone or something human.
0: Like, I think it's interesting that ohm is a homonym for, you know, man in French. I'm curious when watching it in French, if there's any more homonyms like that it was interesting i i started this film on criterion uh, it's available on there and there's a lot of great special features uh, but then i wasn't able to finish rewatching it again for this episode and then so i found it on another service english dub version i watched it about the last 15 minutes of the film but i much prefer the french version i feel like it transports you a lot more it's, it's more true to the original which version did you watch so I have seen both. I think the English version
1: comes off a little corny. I, I would say don't skip this film for the subtitles. See see the English dub version. Again, it's not going to transport you in the same way, but it still carries a lot of the same message.
0: Uh, as I mentioned, Fantastic Planet is available to watch on Criterion. It's also on HBO Max and it's available for free on Plex. You can also rent or buy it on Prime, Apple, Voodoo, Google Play, YouTube, so uh, plenty of places to watch it, and I hope you enjoy it.
1: Thank you guys for listening to our episode on Fantastic Planet. If you enjoyed listening, please let us know via social media on Twitter or Instagram, at FilmexchangePod. Shoot us a message, let us know what you're interested in us watching and reviewing, and uh, we hope to hear from you, and looking forward to uh, having you listen next time.